sex ain't love, sister or brother. I've had sex with thousands of people, so you don't have to. And it's been mostly men. I've gained so much knowledge, so much awareness behind what is actually going on behind the scenes. And you know what? I've loved a lot of people too with my heart. And I also know quite a bit about that. So I want to share my stories on how sex ain't love. And they are very different. Now, I have chosen to be a human guinea pig and to experiment and to explore because this is my body and I like using it to experiment. I am definitely an adventurer and I want to know what's going on. I don't want to be afraid and scared, so that's why I got into you know, having sex with so many people or just being intimate in any way, close, intimate, sexual, sex, all of it, anything that creates sexual arousal, okay, is sex to me. And so the biggest thing that I learned was that my heart feels love and experiences love. It comes from my heart. My lower body doesn't feel that. I can connect the two. I can feel love in my heart and I can bring it down to my genitals and all of this spiritual, tantric, you know, whimsical stuff. But it definitely doesn't come from my vagina. It doesn't. The love doesn't come from my vagina. It comes from my heart. And when my heart is open, that's when I feel pleasure. And this is so true for so many women. I see so many, you know, sex gurus or sex teachers or sex coaches out there that, I, I don't know about all of them, but I do see this a lot is like, oh, you know, have a better orgasm, have, have a better this, have a better that. And a lot of it is superficial. A lot of it doesn't work. And I'm going to let you know what worked for me, and this is just really plain out simple, is that my heart had to be opened. I had to cry. I had to explode with tears rolling down my face. And having a man be there supporting me and witnessing me crying. And that man is my partner, and he was there. So this was like when we first met. I was in so much pain. I could not feel pleasure and it was really sad. I was very, you know, in need of emotional connection. And I I really couldn't feel pleasure because I was so shut down. I was so ashamed of myself because I was in another relationship with a man who didn't want anything of the same thing that I wanted. It was very confusing. So my heart was very shut down. And then I met my now partner and he opened up my heart and he is a very like heart-centered, emotionally connected man and I love that about him. So I burst into tears. And this was when we, you know, his penis was in my vagina. We were having sex and it wasn't like what you think of when you think sex like oh, it was pornographic. It was all this whole hot and sexy scene. No. No, it was very very different from that. It was actually he was just inside me. I was 
just sitting on top of him. We were like hardly moving, but I just burst open. Like there was just, it was all wet, you know, coming out of my vagina. It was, it was going all over the place and it was just dripping down. I was like, I've never had that experience before. And my whole body was vibrating. It was like, and I burst into tears. I was crying. It, it like simultaneously, like there was water coming out of every part of my body, (laughs) my eyes, my nose, like my vagina, everything was all wet. And he didn't, he didn't freak out. He wasn't like, why are you crying? And he didn't get mad at me. He just held me, He wrapped his arms around me. He let me cry. And it was beautiful. It was just, it was just such a beautiful moment because I never had the experience of a man just allowing me to feel and cry and experience my emotions and to not make me wrong for it or not get scared and um, run away or turn around and fall asleep, you know? I've had those experiences before when the men did run away and they, or they did get freaked out, like, oh, why are you crying, you know? Or they get insecure, like it would be about them. So, and I've actually heard this same story from another woman that she, with her husband, she just ended up crying one time when they were having sex and she ran into the bathroom and she was bursting into tears and he ran over there and he's like, what's going on? Why are you crying? And, you know, it's because, and then she had to tell her partner she was thinking about her ex and he flipped out, you know, it was this whole thing. Um, and I felt really, you know, bad that this woman didn't have a man in her life that could be okay with her sharing so vulnerably like that and not take it personally. My partner did that, which I'm grateful, very grateful for. And I want more women to have a partner like that where he doesn't freak out or get insecure because something came up, you know, instead he just listens and he's like, you know, it's okay. You know, what are you feeling and what are the emotions? Like, how can I be here for you? And you know what? That would create so much more intimacy in the relationship but you know a lot of men don't know how to do that I mean a lot of women are really insecure too but I'm just speaking in terms of this specific thing um and I see that often I hear about it from women that I know I've actually heard it come out of another woman's mouth she told me that story so it's not an uncommon thing. And I was like, oh my God, I used to do the same thing. I used to go in the bathroom and cry after like, or during having sex with my partner. And I was just so sad. And I remember that feeling of sadness being because I didn't feel my heart with him. My heart was closed down because he was very, he was very emotionally withdrawn. And that was very sad for me. And I didn't feel the love in our relationship. We were just fucking. And it was just so empty. So this is what I'm talking about. Is they are completely different things. Sex and love. And when we try to put the two together. It just doesn't work. It it creates more sadness. More frustration. More confusion. Um, But when we separate them, when we see them as two different things, we actually create a deeper bond. We we create more trust in our relationship by doing so. And I'm going to give you an example about that as well. Um, When I chose to separate sex and love, 
I started to notice like that sex really isn't you know sex is like going to the bathroom you know it's just like this weird you know primal natural instinct that we want in a, in a sense like that we think that we need because of all kinds of different reasons I, I can go into that in a minute but it's that need that we feel we have to do it otherwise what otherwise what you know are we gonna die if we don't have sex no we're not gonna die so then what what else is it well here I can give you a hint well a lot of the times because I've been very closely intimate and sexual with so many men what I've noticed is it comes from a place of one, it comes from a place of frustration, a lot of built-up frustration and anger. Next, it comes from feeling um, rejected and wanting to feel love because the way a lot of men, most men actually, feel love is through their penis. Like That is the only way that they can even get close to feeling love in their heart. But then they realize after that they don't feel that. But they try to ignore it and brush it off and try it again. Oh, I'll try it again. I'll try it again. And they still never feel love in their heart. Um, that is very true for so many men because I've actually gone the route of connecting with men's heart in my sessions and not doing sex. And they've cried. I've had handfuls of men cry in my sessions because I sat there with their heart instead of just going right for what I think he wants or what he wants because I feel pressure to I went for his heart and I felt his heart and they burst into tears and that's how I know men hold on to a lot of pain in their heart so they will try their best to resist connecting with their heart and they'll go right for their penis because it seems easier in the moment to just forget about their heart because their heart is very much in pain. It's very hurt. They don't want to go there. You know, it's really hard for a lot of men to be emotional because our society has told men in the past a lot that it's not okay for men to cry. There's no, there's no crying, you know, you toughen up, be a man and all this stuff. And so men have this shield over their heart. And it's very sad because they focus on their penis now because that is the only way they can feel close to women. And it's just, it's not okay. It's sad. It's really, really sad. And so there's so many times where after my sessions, I cry because I, I just felt, I would feel so bad that, you know, I would go through emotions of feeling bad that I'm doing this work that I'm doing that. I should be focusing all the time on their heart. I should never give in and have sex with them, you know? So it's um it it's definitely a roller coaster ride and in my in my job as an escort, it's definitely a roller coaster. I go up and down and I'm like, you know what, just give them what they want, and then another time I'm like, no, don't. You know, stick up for what you know is true. You know what they need. They don't even know what they need. They're so disconnected from what they need, but you see the truth. 
and focus on that. And you know what? It's really hard for me because focusing on their heart, you know, you have to build real connections with people because you have to build safety and trust. And so it takes longer. But with with something like escorting, you just do it and you get it over with and you leave and they pay you, you know, more money right now. However, with working with someone's heart, they will actually pay you way more money than escorting. You will get paid so much more money because I've actually done it with two of my clients and they were my biggest clients I've ever had. One for 100000 the other one for eighty k, all within the same month because I loved them, because I built a connection with my heart and I cared for them in their life. And so they wanted to give back to me. It wasn't an escorting client. And you know what? It took a little longer for that to happen because I had to spend a month with them. But after that month, they loved me. You know, they're like, you changed my life. You brought so much love into my world and like, I'll never be the same. So that's where the real money is at. And I know a lot of sex are, oh, I'm going to make like all this money. But it's like that money goes really quick. I've been doing this for five years now and you make it and it goes, goes through the bills, goes through the bills. You know, it's really not that much money. You know, 2000 even 2000 for a couple hours. Like that's what I get paid for two hours. Um, escorting is, I get paid a thousand an hour and it's not a lot. It really isn't, especially, you know, living, living in an an expensive area too. And, you know, you have lots of responsibilities. It's really not that much money at all. And even, even the big clients that I had for, for Tantra or, you know, healing work that I've, that I made all that money from, like, even that was not a lot, but that was a lot in comparison to what I was making just escorting, but that, like, that's still on the lower end, you can make way more than that, you know, the more you invest and you help people, like, the more they will give back to you, that's just the way the universe works, and I'm trying not to scream, it's, like, two in the morning, I don't want to wake anyone up, (laughs) anyways, so, what was I gonna say? I'm just saying that heart connection, love is actually more valuable than sex as well. People don't really value sex as much as they do love. However, people focus on sex because it's faster. You get to the point faster because you just give them what they want and then it's over with. But what does that do? That creates this need for instant gratification without having to do any work on yourself. You can just get it right now. Here you go. You don't have to work on yourself. There's no boundaries. You know, it's not a good message to put out in the world. You know, hey, if you're a sex worker, that's fine. I am too. I'm trying to, right now for 2021, I'm trying to evolve out of that work and go back to the heart and really invest my time and energy into heart healing love like I am a love worker not a sex worker because love is more valuable love is more needed in this world 
Because right now there's a heavy, heavy, heavy focus on sex. I see it all. Sex, sex. Everything's turning into sex. I was just scrolling. Like my, <laughs> my partner was just scrolling, you know, on Instagram or Facebook. And he, he pointed this picture out to me and it was an ad. It was this girl with just full-length pajamas on. Like big, long, onesie thing. But it was like skin tight and it had a flap on the ass, like, for a baby, and her, and, like, half of her ass was showing out of the thing, and it's, like, really, you guys took something for a baby so they can pull out the baby's shitty ass and wipe it, and you turned it into this sexual thing, well, oh, no, you can pull it down and fuck her, it's, like, everything's turning into sex, and, you know, I just laugh at it, but it's also kind of messed up, it is a little bit messed up. Like, everything is turning into this sexual thing. Everything's going to be primal sex, sex, sex. But it's like, really, what is going on in the world is we need to, to rise up. You know, we're thinking, we're like, like, sex is down here. It's It's not bad, but it is lower. It's a lower vibration. It is down at the bottom. If you think about the chakras, it's the lowest chakra. It's low. It's down on the earth. It's primal, okay? Going upwards is going up the ladder. It's climbing up. So it is always very, very good to start if you're on a healing journey to start down low. Start with sex get over your fear around sex, get over your fear around primal desires and all that stuff, all that nasty, raunchy sperm, sweat, you know, (laughs) condoms, dick in your ass, like, just, yeah, yeah, learn all about it, get comfortable with it, get comfortable talking about it, that's really good, then go up, go up the ladder, climb up, (laughs) It's waiting for you up there. Don't get stuck down in the sex. Don't get don't get stuck down there. It can be really easy to get stuck down there. I know people that have gotten stuck in the sex thing, but you know what is going on in their life? They're not happy at all. They don't have partners. They're like kind of fucked up and um they're confused and they're sad and 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 or there's a lot of violence in their life because what goes hand in hand with sex is violence because sex in itself is actually an act of of violence i mean even men um when they want a woman it's like being in a war zone for them a lot of times they're fighting and competing with other men you know they'll kill another man if he looks at his woman it's very violent as soon as penis goes in a vagina it becomes violent becomes competitive and all of these things start going on okay and and even though it might seem like it's okay in your relationship oh i fuck my husband it's fine but what if some other man comes in and, and fucks you? And then it's like, is your husband really just going to sit there and be okay? I doubt it. Unless you guys are like some polyamorous superstars. I doubt that he's going to be okay. And I doubt that you're going to be okay. You guys are going to be all fucked up. It's going to be a war zone. It's not going to be good. Yeah, it's just not going to be good. 
But what if a man came in to, like, care for you and your partner and, like, love you guys and be like, hey, I want to come help, like, you guys are doing your business thing or something that's not focused on the genitals? That would change the whole thing. Like, why would someone get mad about that? (laughs) It wouldn't be the same kind of anger and violence that happens when it comes down to sex. Just wouldn't be. Be a whole different story. So... My point here is that they're different. I hope my point comes across very clear and and I hope this makes sense to you because if we stay down here and just focus on sex, 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 life becomes more miserable because the longer I stay a sex worker, it's going on like five years now, the longer I stay a sex worker, the more frustrated I get, the more pissed off, the more just closed down I get. My heart closes down more. I feel that I I get just freaking frustrated with people, with men specifically. You know, I'm just, oh man, they're all, you know, I I start believing things and believing things that aren't serving me. They aren't helping me. So it's important to climb up that ladder. And and I'm grateful for the way in which I got into sex work because it was through Tantra. And Tantra does focus a lot on the heart. It focuses on healing. It focuses on all that stuff. and But it also focuses on the generals. So I'm grateful for that because I got to learn about the heart a lot. And I'm already a very heart-loving, sweet, you know, playful, childish kind of person anyways naturally so I got to really bring that into my career as a sex worker and and people really noticed that and like I said I have clients that cried and all kinds of beautiful things that I'm I'm so so happy for so I don't feel at all angry about what I do but I do feel like it's time to move along now (laughs) and it's tough it is tough to move along because sex work and escorting is very enticing because you make a lot of money and you make a lot of money for the average person you know without having a college degree or being the president you know two a thousand dollars an hour is way more than anyone makes like going to school for years that might be as much as the president i'm not really sure i I haven't looked into it yet but might be more anyways you make quite a bit of money so it is hard to, you know, let go because you're like, oh man, now I, now I got to focus on real things. I got to focus on like actually serving and helping people because escorting is temporary. It's just this easy fix. It's like when someone takes a drink of alcohol, you know, maybe they'll feel better for an hour or maybe, you know, that nice big tray of donuts. Oh, I'm going to eat it. But like, 20 minutes later, I'm shitting myself. So it's like, sex work, escorting is the same thing. It's really no different. And um, I feel that every time. I'm like, well, that didn't help anything. He's sad. I feel, I feel sad. I'm very, very sensitive when it comes to that. And I feel their sadness. And, and that's why I make it a point to actually I cuddle with them before I cuddle with them after I go really slow I bring a lot of massage and breathing and you know sensuality into it so so it feels more connecting than just pulling down my pants and fucking them and then leaving 
I mean, I just couldn't do that. I just don't have the ability to do that. I've never done that with any of my clients. I've always created an in-depth experience, even if I was pissed off at them. I always, like, you know, sucked it up and, like, okay, you know, I'm just going to look past this. I'm going to, you know, discover who he is more, find out more about him, help him calm down and relax, you know, even if they were just annoying me so much, like, I'm going to do this. It's really... It's, it's not a job for the faint of heart. It's not a job for the faint of heart. You gotta have a, you gotta have a strong ass heart for this. <laughs> Cause your heart will turn into a stone brick rock. If you don't have support. I luckily have had support from my partner and from a couple of my friends that also are in the same career. So I, I do have a lot of support and have people to talk to, and that, I wouldn't be able to do it without that. Um, I do want to talk a little bit more about climbing the ladder and going up, you know, you want to get to the heart, you don't want to get stuck down with sex, genitals, squirting, semen, masturbating, like porn, okay, just like, you want to get back up, okay, climb up. (laughs) Um, and that's really where our world is going, too. If you look at what's happening in the world around us, what is going on, a lot of technology, like, advances really fast are happening right now. Like, we are syncing up with our mobile devices. There's virtual reality. The cars are, you know, Tesla going to be driving for us, going down in tunnels. Like, it, it's just wild and crazy, and it's going to continue to get wild and crazy. So all of this technology is actually making it so that we don't need to be so attached to our primal instincts, our primal bodies that believe we need to fuck for whatever reason. Like all these things that we don't need to do, we're definitely not going to need to do them, especially with technology advancing, because we're going to be able to control. I mean, I know this is like, this is way out there. And for some people, like, what the hell? But really, like, if you look into it, this is actually what's going on is that we are becoming our phones. We are becoming, you know, we are becoming it. And if we resist that process, we are going to be stuck if we don't choose to let go of this old way of being we are going to be stuck there and we are going to be in a very very dark and miserable place so we have to be willingly evolving with the technology and accepting it and loving it because it's actually going to help us reach a higher state and climb the ladder. Like if we resist technology, we won't climb the ladder. We'll be stuck in the primal body and we'll be like fighting and fucking and killing each other and it's gonna be this wild just go look up there's a video game and it's called Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. So they predicted very I would feel like it's like very accurate as to what would happen basically to the people that choose not to evolve and it's all like in the game it's all about fighting and killing and fucking like there's so much sex and there's so many like 
it's crazy and that's like that's where I see it it's going and a lot of people are gonna get stuck there but you know we have the choice to not get stuck there we have the choice to evolve and to be the people that are up here and we can help the people that are down there to climb the ladder like they have the choice too but some people are gonna choose not to do it and we have to accept that that's it some people are gonna choose to stay down there and just fuck until they, you know, hit the grave. But that's, um, <laughs> they're not gonna have love in their life and they're not gonna feel happy. They're not gonna feel their heart and it's gonna be very sad. So I'm here to just share these stories and support and, and help people see how important love is. And I know. It's been talked about, you know, John Lennon talks about love, all you need is love. It's like, it's been talked about for so many years, but I don't feel like it has been properly understood until recent years. People are just starting to wake up, including me, to the fact that we do actually need is, we need love. You know, we do need love. And, and what does that actually mean? We have just become aware of what that actually means. There's also another point that I forgot to add in, which was about women, because I did talk about men and what what makes men very deeply desire sex. It's for one is for acceptance and the other is for release of tension and built up emotions and tension in their body body that have gotten stuck there probably anger and things but on the other side of that is for women women actually a lot of times when a woman is wanting a lot of sex it's really not because she wants the sex itself it's because she wants her partner to be close with her and she feels like the only way he can be close with her and she feels that closeness and love, even though that's not what it is, having sex with him. But then she gets really sad after and she feels disconnected from him and she's like, that's not working. That's Let's try it again. That's not working. That's not working. She wants to feel like he thinks she's beautiful, like she thinks he, like I'm sexy, I'm hot, like he still loves me, you know? It's very connected to that thing that many people believe, which is that sex and love are the same thing. So they keep trying and trying and trying to get love through sex and it fails, 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 fails over and over again. Anyways, so I just wanted to bring up that point because I forgot it. So I didn't want to leave women out of this because it's about us too. (laughs) And another thing, there's there's just there's a lot to talk about in this topic for me. I can go on for a very long time, but I'm not gonna go on. I want to really get in everything I need to in the shortest amount of time possible, so I don't overwhelm anyone. <laughs> but what I was gonna say is that for women, a lot of the time, women feel pressured women feel pressured to have sex otherwise they're not going to get what they want they're not going to get paid they're not going to get love they're not going to get shelter 
they're not going to get the relationship that they want. So they're like, gosh, if I don't have sex with him, like, I'm going to lose. I'm, I'm not going to, I'm going to lose everything. I'm going to lose things that I want and things that I might need. Um, and that is very, very challenging. That is very challenging. However, I can give you some awesome tips that I know work because I've done it is that actually the more that you don't have sex with him and you love him and you care about him in his heart the more that he's going to give you and that is just the truth because as soon as you give just keep giving him your pussy over and over again and he's not valuing it he's just like eh you know she just keeps giving it to me and he starts not valuing you and he starts not caring as much that is the actual truth and now this doesn't mean what you should do is withdraw from sex completely and shut him down it means to stop so much with it and stop feeling obligated and pressured and all of these reasons why you should when you really don't want to and instead sit down and actually communicate this with him and and why you feel this is the best choice and what you want to do instead say I want to still be intimate with you but I don't want it to involve my genitals and I'm not, I'm not saying everyone should do this this is like if you're at this point right now and you you're like I need some advice or something like don't turn him down and just don't talk to him and just tell him like push him away when he tries to have sex with you like actually have a deep and meaningful conversation about why and what this means for you so I know for me like what me and my partner have talked about is that because we feel that we don't feel a deep heart connection when we are having sex and you know yeah we've had fun sexual experiences but were those the best experiences we've had no actually not in our relationship our relationship is definitely very uh heart-centered and it's always been very heart-focused um which is good especially for long-term relationships but as far as sex no and that's the way most relationships are when it comes to being in long-term relationships. It, at first, it might be like about having lots of sex because you're trying to bond with each other and understand each other. But after you're bonded, the sex dies down. And that's just what happens. It doesn't mean it's a bad thing. It just means that there's love now. And there's no need to be just romping each other, you know, all the time. Like, you know each other, you love each other, like, you don't need to bond anymore. And a lot of people take that as, like, my relationship is over. Or, like, there's no love, you know, like, we don't, we're not close to each other anymore. There's always, like, I hear these stories all the time from my clients. And it's like, but you guys have love. You guys love each other. And, and I know in the context of a lot of these men, my clients' relationships, that their partner... They feel like their partner doesn't love them because they didn't have a meaningful conversation with him about why they're not having sex. So he's just left thinking like, I'm, I'm a shit. 
I'm a shithead, I'm worthless, I'm stupid, my wife doesn't even want to have sex with me. So this creates even more problems um, when you don't communicate with your partner why you are doing what you're doing. I mean, just like, geez. Yeah, communication is important. you got to communicate these things with your partner when you stop doing something that you've been doing all the time. All of a sudden, you just cut them off. Like, you got to communicate why this is happening. And, like, don't lie. Don't say, oh, it's because my pussy hurts. It's like, well, the real reason is because you are, you know, what I would guess, I don't know if this is true, like, that you want to feel your heart. You want an emotional connection with him. And you don't feel that through sex. Okay, so it's like, and you don't want to do sex and just do it because you feel like he has to because then that's not caring, that's not loving the person. You know, you're not honoring yourself, you're not honoring him. It's not a good, if it's not a good experience for you, it's not going to be a good experience for him. Like, why do it? You know, really explain this and don't leave anything out. Don't, don't try to like surface level butter him up and make it easier to communicate like no this isn't going to be an easy conversation it's going to be tough but do you want to just leave your partner in the dark and like now they're going hiring escorts and lying to you and like fucking other people without telling you because they can't talk to you about things like that's what's gonna happen so hey what is the better option is like it's to talk about it so that you guys can both communicate and come to an agreement so what you know what's going to happen you know there's things that need to be figured out anyways i'm done with that conversation it's about 3 in the morning here and i don't want to keep rambling on but i want this to be really inspiring for people who are going through challenges and difficulties in their in their relationships in their love life and they feel stuck they don't know why. Well, it's probably because of this. And it probably has something to do with sex. And it probably has something to do with love. Anyways, okay, I'm signing off. Sweet dreams or good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. P.S. One more thing. This just came to my mind. So, like I said earlier, it's like when you it's really really good if you're on a spiritual path of growth and healing and all this stuff like we all are in some way it is always good to start down at the lowest which is sex you know sexuality anything sex related very primal um to start down there and then move your way up the reason why is because okay if you if you start up here first you know up here in the heavenly realms like very spiritual very light very you know mystical whimsical all this stuff and then you try going down like the opposite way you don't want to go down there because you learned about all this higher vibrational stuff and you start seeing that as disgusting. You are repulsed by it. You think it's gross. You don't understand why people do it. Ick. You start to become like that sex is a sin person. And you're just like, it's it's really too much. And then you start pushing a lot of people away. You, you start going way over on the other side of the spectrum. It's It's extreme. Whereas if you go down 
into the sex world first. You learn about it, you explore, you practice, get comfortable with it, get raunchy, get nasty, get dirty, whatever. And then you move up, then you're like, and then you go up to the higher realms, then you just come back into the center, the center, and you balance yourself out. You know, then you understand both worlds. You're not scared of the sex stuff. You don't make people wrong for having sex or doing that stuff. You understand it. You've done it before. And you come up. And you understand the higher stuff too. The spirituality, like mysticism, magic. And you're like, I get it. And then so you can relate with both people. You can say, hey, like I understand you. Like I get you and I get you over here too. You become a really, really freaking powerful person. That's all I'm going to say. You are a leader if you do that. Um, And you will be helping thousands, if not millions of people because you did that. And you have all of this treasure chest full of information to help people with. I mean, that's awesome. And congratulations. That's the path I'm on. I'm, I'm just starting to come out of this the down below like super sexual stuff and I'm coming up more again and just trying I'm I'm really striving for that balance between the two and I think I've been doing a pretty good job anyways you can follow me you can find out for yourself I've been trying (laughs) um sending you love okay so we're like what does this mean Amberell like what, we can't be sexy anymore, like, we can't touch each other, we can't get aroused, like, that is not what I'm saying, I'm saying start with baby steps, start with baby steps, and start learning how to feel pleasure with your heart, especially men, because, okay, I'm gonna say this, is, like I said before, men feel, try to feel love with their penis, that doesn't work, Okay, like going, you know, romping in someone's vagina doesn't create love. It just doesn't. You know, holding a man, being close with him, connecting with his heart, you know, just communicating with him, helping him open up his heart, like asking him questions, all these things like looking him in the eyes, cuddling. These are all great ways to open up the heart. And you know what? You know, as women, we might have to really stop tantalizing and teasing men with our bodies so much because I just see so many, like, things on social media now, and I do it too. I have my own Instagram for my sex worker stuff, okay? And, like, it's ass and, you know, OnlyFans and all this stuff. Like, we are kind of poking at a wound. And you know what? If that's where you're at right now, that's fine. I think, like I said earlier, you gotta go down to those, the depths, you know, of hell. It's like down there with sex. <laughs> it's like you are the fire breathing dragon, like walking through hell, okay? Got OnlyFans, got, you know, my ass on Instagram. Like, yeah, that, that's pretty down there. That's pretty down there. And I'm not saying it's a, it's, I'm not like being religious and not a sin or anything. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it is down. It's the lowest thing down there. You can go all the way down there and it's good. Like you need to go down there and learn 
and experience, see what it's like for yourself, because you're not going to learn until you go there for yourself, and experience doesn't mean you have to be a sex worker, just means, like, go there, explore, like, find things out, and then come back, bring the treasure chest up, open it up, and be like, here's what the frick I found in this treasure box, and I'm going to share it with you all. Okay, so, like, I've done so much crap when it comes to sex that, you know, some people might not want to do. So, this is why I'm here as a messenger to share this information. And then you can choose to go do it yourself or not. Find out if I'm right. <laughs> but you don't have to, too. You can just hear me out and be like, okay, you know, I trust someone that's had sex with, like, thousands of people. Um... This could be true, but I always encourage you to go, you know, explore yourself in whatever way you want to explore. If you want to be sexy right now and jiggle your ass, like, go do that. And I think you should, you know, if you feel that desire, you should do it. And you should do it and do it until you get so fucking sick of it and then you stop. And you go do something else. (laughs) But be a leader, you know, be a teacher, help people see the truth and connect with that and you know, that's it. Just be, you know, pathway for people to know that, oh yeah, there's always something else. You know, I don't have to be stuck here on OnlyFans or as an escort or doing this or that or being in shitty relationships where I can't cry, you know. I can do this other thing. I can evolve and change and I can be happy. So that's just the message. And so you don't have to stop doing what you're doing right now and just be like, like I'm telling you what to do. No, I want you to do what you feel called to do right now. And then know that there's always an opportunity to change whenever you choose to change and you want to change something. Then there's opportunities there. So anyways, I encourage you to follow me on Instagram. My name's Legendary Lady, legendary.lady. I post on there. I love making podcasts. Um, So follow me on here and share with me your stories. I want to hear more stories. I want to be of service and help people in any way possible. I'm trying to put more content out there and... So I am going from being a sex worker to a love worker. (laughs) And that doesn't mean I can't be sexy. It doesn't mean I can't be in my body. It doesn't mean I can't feel pleasure. I can have all of those things. But you know what? What I'm doing to serve humanity is to help them with their heart. To love, to feel love, to have long-term, deep, bonded connections with other human beings and with themselves. Because that is most valuable. I hope you have a magical end of 2020. And that you are creating something really beautiful for this coming year ahead. That is going to help you in your life. And it's going to help those around you in some way. Stay connected and send me some love. I'm sending you some love back.